0: If you're looking for Pokemon-style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. Today, I've got three amazing stories. First, we're going to talk about how pull Raids started off pretty crappy, got really good for a certain set, and then became kind of crappy again. Yeah, unfortunately. Also, a father got a Blastoise card for Father's Day, but there's a catch. And finally, some extra information about Pokemon Worlds and some of the activities that will be happening in and around the facility. But first, let's move on to the pull rates. You know, we used to have kinda crappy pull rates, depending on the set. Then it got really, really good for a certain set, and then back down again. And we're gonna kinda look into this. So when it comes to buying Pokemon packs, there's pretty much one thing that people really care about mostly, right? And that's the pull rates. Uh, What are the chances of getting a special card in any given pack, right? Well, with the early 2023 Crown Zenith set, they suddenly got a whole lot better. Then, of course, came Scarlet and Violet, and they got a whole lot worse. See, pull rates have always varied, and the extremes have more often have existed in the imagination of the customers, rather than the hard stats of any given set. However, when it comes to the final collection from the three-year-long Sword and Shield era, Crown Zenith, the improvements were unambiguous. Suddenly, your chances of pulling a 4 or better went from perhaps 1 in 4 packs to 1 in 2 packs. In fact, it often felt harder to find a pack that featured only bulk than one with something collectible, and it was glorious. So, buying shiny cardboard is an inherently silly pursuit, and only a fool enters into the process with the hopes of making a profit. The stats simply don't work out that way with the resale market itself balanced by the relative avail- availability sorry, of a particular card. In other words, the chance upon a f- fantastically expensive card, you're statistically going to have to spend more than you'll benefit. Sure, someone gets lucky, but it's fully to work on the assumption that it's going to be you. Think lotteries, for instance. To approach any TCG this way is to interpret it as gambling. And that works out about as well as any other form of addiction and potentially life ruining activity. Instead, the sensible approach to any collectible card game is to buy the cards if you intend to play the game. A pack of Pokemon cards that contains only bulk is suddenly a wad of useful tools if you're trying to develop a new 60 card battle deck, right? Where otherwise, dismissed trainer cards can become the most essential finds in the wrapper. For those trying to complete a collection, fill a binder for that set perhaps, it also changes the value of the regular cards as something you want to be pulling. Getting the more valuable cards becomes something achieved through the essential trading aspect of the hobby. Or if you're much more sensible, waiting a few months for the prices to collapse and then simply picking them up online or at trading card shows. Or unfortunately, if you wait too long or if you anticipate something changing, All of a sudden that $5 card now becomes a $40 card and and now it becomes a little more expensive to try and get it for a deck or your binder, per se. Next up, let's talk about a quote-unquote rare Blastoise card that someone got from Father's Day. So, of course, the evolved and final form of Squirtle is, of course, Blastoise, right? It's been long played as a fascinating part in the Pokemon canon. This turtle-like bipedal pocket monster remains a fan favorite as well, having appeared in the anime, games, and other forms of Pokemon brand and media. So, a rare Blastoise Chord would thus be considered a solid gift for any Pokemon fan, regardless of the occasion, right? Interestingly, one person thought they lucked out on Father's Day upon opening their gift. But, unfortunately, the reality was something else entirely, the kind of present that some would argue is a bit sweeter. So you see, Reddit user QuickMonk8036 shared a photo of the rare Pokemon card that they received for this year's Father's Day. The image depicted a Blastoise card, which adorably featured Squirtle and Wartortle, along with their evolved form. It didn't take long for the Redditor to notice, however, that it's not actually a real Pokemon card. Instead, it's a specialized Father's Day card modded after the Pokemon design. Fake or not, this seems one gift well worth cherishing. Responses to the post tend to agree. It's saying things like, It's priceless. Awesome gift. Happy Father's Day. One person even wrote that, It's so nice, I like the wording as well. These fan-made cards are easy enough to find with a quick Google search for anyone who suddenly thought of a clever gift idea. It's not confirmed by the Redditor, but the Blast House card could have been made from an Etsy shop. Now, there's certain things like, I mean, without knowing that this card was fake, uh, if I hadn't known that this card was fake from kind of reading the, the story at first or just seeing this picture, I would have instantly known that this card was fake just from the picture alone, okay? So, for instance, it says, Happy Father's Day V, and the HP points for the Pokemon is 2,023. Okay. Uh, at what point do you have a Pokemon card that has 2,000 HP, right? There's other things, though, like it's one move that uses uh, a water and a colorless energy. It's called Celebration, costs 100, or sorry, it does 100. Uh, This user celebrates Father's Day with loved ones. Then there's, (laughs) this is a messed up attack. Happy Father's Day attack does 500. It uses a fire, grass, water, and electric energy. Uh, yeah, all right. So, the description for that attack is so lucky to have you as a father. Thank you for all you, that you do. Enjoy your special day. It has a now, this is where it gets a little weird a two times weakness against fire, and a 10 resistance against fighting, and the retreat cost is four energies. <laughs> now, under the V box. You know, where it kind of gives you the rule box kind of thing. It says wishes. (laughs) And it says, any man can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. Um, As well as. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. For the set is a unknown O. And, and the card um, code is a Z. Yeah, it's a Z. Um, yeah, we're not even anywhere near Z codes yet. So, <laughs> I mean, really, really cool gift. Don't get me wrong. Um, that would be really kind of neat. I would probably like something like this, but it would have to be... Ghastly, Haunter, and Gengar. Um, but, I mean, still, that's still a really, really cool gift. I mean, you know, not probably as worth much as what this guy figured. And I hope that he wouldn't get a card and instantly turn around and try and sell it. Like, that's kind of a dick move as well. Um, I mean, my kids give me stuff all the time. And so does my wife. I'm not turning around and trying to resell it. But that's heartless. And finally... Japanese Pokemon fans are extra excited this year because Japan is hosting the Pokemon TCG World Championship competition for the first time ever. (laughs) How? How is it only the first time ever? And it also happens to be the first one held in Asia. So it's going to be held in Yokohama, famed home of the annual Pikachu outbreak, and it's going to be from August 11th to the 13th. The event is expected to attract over a 1,000 TCG players and many more fans from around the world. So, of course, to celebrate and build excitement for the tournament, the Pokemon Company, together with the city of Yokohama, has planned a special pre-event called the Pokemon Trading Card Game World Championship 2023 Yokohama Minato Miri Event. (laughs) Try to say that five times fast... I, jeez, that was a mouthful. The event includes five kinds of exciting attractions, open from the 8th to the 14th of August, not including the tournament itself. So, the first is the Pokemon Summer Festival Park, which is like a traditional style Japanese festival, but of course Pokemon themed. A section of Rinko Park, the Minatato Miri neighborhood's harborside park, will be filled with festival amenities, including a tall wooden tower lit up with lanterns, Bon Adori dancers, or dances, sorry, a Magikarp fishing game, a Pokeball toss game, and much more. You can join the festival between the 11th and the 14th from 9am to 7pm. An admission is free, but likely owing to high crowd expectations only granted via lottery, with visits limited to 90 minutes each. There will also be the Pokemon Fantastic Live Shows, which includes stage performances and parades all over the Minato Miri area throughout the event period. One is called We Move, and it's a stage show with Pikachus and dancers augmented by 800 drones flying in the sky. This show will happen once per night during the event period in Rinko Park's Tidal Pond area. The Imagination Into the Next show will be held in ninja Park, where Yokohama's historic Red Brick Warehouses are located. This night show, which will occur twice per day, which, how? Okay, so maybe, I guess, twice a night? That's interesting. Will feature not only Pokemon dancing on stage, but video productions, waterworks, and pyrotechnics. Next up is the Pikachu Gathering, which is like our favorite Pikachu outbreak, uh, that's going to be in Grand Park, or sorry, in Grand Mall Park. A uh, procession of Pikachus will march down the street twice a day to the delight of all. And lastly, on the 14th, the final day of the event, the day after the conclusion of the tournament, is the biggest show of all. Let's celebrate the Pokemon Parade. A hundred Pokemon, including, of course, Pikachu, will march down Kiyaki Dori Avenue in Yokohama for the ultimate Pokefan Parade. The Pokemon Fantastic Show offers plenty of exciting ways to celebrate your love of Pokemon. Admission to each one is, of course, free, but with the exception of the Pikachu gathering determined by lottery, so make sure you apply ahead of time. But, of course, don't worry, that's not even the end of the planned facilities. For one, Pokemon trainers can board the Pokemon Trainer Cruise, where they can find fellow Pokemon game and TCG players and challenge and trade with them kind of like the old SSN, eh? The passenger boat Nippon Maru will be decked out in Pokemon themes and decor while it's docked at Berth 9 in Cinco Pier, and visitors can climb aboard as often as they like to find new Poke friends. In addition, spots all around Minatumiri area will be decorated with Pokemon stickers and designs, so you can pose with Pokemon for Instagram. See if you can find all of the Pokemon hiding in and around the buildings, stations, shops, and parks. Lastly, between July 14th and August 14th, look out for the specially decorated Bayside Blue Buses, which will be covered in special wrapping featuring illustrations of Pikachu and the three Galar starters enjoying Japanese food. To take advantage of all the events, passengers can also make use of the Minato Buri Ticket, which offers unlimited rides on all Bayside area city buses and subway lines from July 14th to August 14th. The ticket will also be an original Pokemon design in commemoration of this special event period. So, if you're a Pokemon fan, you'll definitely want to pay a visit to Yokohama between August 8th and the 14th. The admission lotteries for each event are open now, and you can apply to them through the the official event website. Sorry. For spectator badges to watch the TCG World Championship, you can enter the lottery uh, in their website. Also, when you head to Yokohama, don't forget to check out the return of the fun, colorful, interactive world of Pokemon Colors, too, since it will be open for the duration of the event and a few days after. With all this, you'll get to have the best Pokemon summer ever. And on that note, I say have a good day, a good week, stay positive, stay positive. And don't let the small things get to you. And I will see you again next week. Or if you listen to the Pokey Cave After Dark podcast, I'll see you tonight. 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time is usually when it comes up. Take care, everyone. Have a good day.